All right, welcome to the 67th episode of the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. This is the last part of the More Energy at Work series. My primary goal during the series is to help you feel better at work, and if you're feeling mediocre, I want you feeling fantastic by the end of the series. Today, we're covering meditation and being more in touch with our spiritual side so that our lives can improve. This is the missing piece. We've touched upon nutrition, sleep, exercise, moderation of caffeine, alcohol, and social media, but I would be mistaken if I didn't include this deeper element of our lives. You're going to hear what my personal meditation morning routine is, which has been a huge game changer in the last three years for me. I can't go without it. So let's get our chill on with our 67th episode of the Let's Eat Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. Before we launch into the content, I just wanted to say a heartfelt thank you for those of you who have joined me on the series so far. It has really been a learning journey for me. As they say, when you teach, you learn twice. And I really have felt that during these last episodes of the series. I have really truly committed to the things that I have said during the episodes from the nutrition to consuming seven servings of fruits and vegetables per day to trying my best to nail my wind down routine, which actually ended up being one of the biggest game changers for me personally. I can't emphasize this enough. These things are deeply important. And so many of us Americans or wherever we are in the world are neglecting these elements of our lives. We're not being very healthy. We're skipping out on these things. And as a result, we're not being our best selves when we show up to work on Monday morning and we're hungover or whatever it is. So um, if I could just evangelize one more time for you all to go back on these episodes and listen to the nutrition sleep exercise, definitely start with sleep because I think that's the foundation. But you will find if you keep these things in check and you're really smart about them, then you will see a difference in your life. I have been marking on my iPhone how I feel on a scale of 1 to 10. I discovered that there was a really cool app called Counter. It has a light green logo. Within that app, I was marking how I felt on a daily basis. And I saw lots lots more fives and fours towards the beginning of the series. And now I'm seeing sevens, eights, and I did see a nine out of 10 creep in there. I was a little ambitious in the beginning of the podcast series and said, hey, I'm going to be reaching 10 all the way through. Um, I, I just think this really does take some time to cook up. I do think it is more of a long-term strategy, and it may take months, uh, maybe two or three months before I get there to a consistent 10 out of 10. But I just feel tremendously better than when I did at the beginning of the series because I'm just treating my body right by getting good sleep and good nutrition. And I hope the best for you all. I must sadly, for the last time here, give my final um, my final liability concern thing here. Um, but please consult your doctor or therapist if you think that these might be some serious issues for you. That really might be the one thing that is going to change your life more than anything else if you need it. Yeah, do realize that this is general advice. This isn't specific me being Dr. Chris up here and giving you a prescription for your life. Um, this is really me sharing my personal experience having gone out and done the research, possibly leading the way for you if you think that these things can be beneficial. So disclaimer over here, I am just going to launch into our topic here, which is meditation and mindfulness, which is something that I practice daily and something that I think can help out a lot of us. 
So why meditate? Why be mindful? And why have a spiritual journey? What my goal is with this episode, and just let me tell you, it would be impossible for me to immerse you in something so deep, such as spirituality or even meditation. I mean, there are thousands of books dedicated to such topics. There are degrees, and I think even somebody spending a lifetime learning about these topics would be continuously learning. However, my goal here during this episode is to either pique your curiosity about this topic, maybe further engage you with whatever practice you have now, or encourage you to make meditation a more regular part of your routine. I'll talk really quickly about the benefits from a scientific perspective. Our entire series has been about our energy at work, which heavily involves the brain. Meditation can strengthen the prefrontal cortex and actually thicken it, believe it or not. When our prefrontal cortex is active and strong, it's associated with good mood. When that's not the case, we are depressed, anxious, and more likely to be addicted to things. Spiritual practice, including meditation, also decreases activity in the parietal lobe, which can also be a major stress release. Ladies and gentlemen, it is one of the most classic ways to reduce stress, boost mood, and decrease our anxiety. And I want to bring up another study, which is published in sciencedirect.com. I'll I'll leave the link in the description as well. But there was a study called A Comparison of Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction and an Active Control and Modulation of Neurogenic Inflammation. So inflammation is that bad stuff that's making us feel like crap at work. And I'll skip towards the actual, actual result that blew my mind, but... It says, these results suggest behavioral interventions designed to reduce emotional reactivity may be of therapeutic benefit in chronic inflammatory conditions. Moreover, mindfulness practice in particular may be more efficacious in symptom relief than the well-being promoting activities cultivated in the HEP program. So let me break it down for you. So both the eight-week mindfulness practice program as well as the health enhancement program showed similar benefits in reducing the stress-induced cortisol responses, but they mentioned that mindfulness had an even bigger role in reducing those stress-based symptoms. So this to me speaks volumes, and there are just countless studies out there that show that meditation and specifically mindfulness can bring those stress levels down. And as we know, stress is one thing that's bringing our energy down at work as well when it's out of control. I just want to talk about my personal experience um, and what this has done for me because I think there's no better way to kind of communicate when it comes from my heart here. I have in the majority of mornings over the last three years meditated and it's really done wonders for setting the pace of my day. And I'll talk a little bit about technique later, but first I'll just cover my personal experience with it the difficulties and benefits I've had over the time. I do notice that when I'm in the habit of meditating, I, I feel like I'm I'm setting the pace for my day in a way, as opposed to as if I just rolled out of bed and just threw on some clothes and got ready for work. And for me, somebody who has a very active lifestyle that has um, a calendar of events after event, this is one of the things that I do on a daily basis to make me feel like I have more control over my day. And I do notice that those days when I do run out of bed, just throw on some clothes and get ready to go, I feel like my day sometimes is spinning out of control. It's a little bit hard to describe, but possibly the best way I can put it is you're setting the pace for the day by having control and having peace and quiet. It's almost like the calm before the storm, and the storm can be really amazing depending on the day. 
I do notice that if I have fallen out of the habit of meditating or possibly if when I was meditating for the very first time, it did take me some time to start realizing the benefits. In fact, anyone who has meditated can tell you that it's not instantly going to start working for you within the first two days. You know, maybe it will, but the real hardcore long-term benefits will probably come after a few weeks. And that's not to say that you have to completely uproot your life here. And I'll talk about how it just takes 12 minutes per day to get your meditation routine down to start seeing some benefits. But you really have to commit to it by picking the same time of day because if you don't make it a habit, it's going to be incredibly hard to just stop whatever you're doing and being like, okay, I'm going to meditate now. I'm going to interrupt my pattern of the day. So make it an actual routine. That has been one of the best ways to get it down. Even if your meditation sucks in the beginning, even if it makes no sense whatsoever and it's you don't think you're doing it right, just first and foremost, get the habit down because that will probably be 80% of the challenge of meditating is just getting that routine down. Another really great benefit I've had from meditating is, once again, a tough thing to quantify or qualify is I just feel like I have my chill down. <laughs> like, there's no better way to put it. I feel like I am able to focus on things and be more present, be more grounded and in the moment. And for instance, meditation takes a lot of focus and really what it is, it's it's a muscle and you're building up that sense of focus. So for instance, focusing on your breathing um, versus focusing on all the different tasks you have to do for the day, you constantly have to remind yourself, especially in the beginning, hey, stop thinking about this task, that task. Just think about your breath or think about whatever you're trying to meditate about. And this takes some time. It's a muscle. But the benefit of that is you're training your mind to be more focused and stop worrying about all the minutiae and things that can detract from your life and detract from the task at hand. So I feel like when I am in the habit of meditating, I'm able to shift focus a lot easier and concentrate on the things that I need to focus on versus letting a bunch of random thoughts just creep in. Does that make sense? So I believe in it fervently and that is, to be honest, one of the main reasons why I do it in the first place is to really enhance focus and just to feel better while I'm at work. I will say, in my experience, you do need sleep and you do need nutrition to be a part of it. Um, there have been days when I've had really, really crappy sleep and have been eating not very well, um, just garbage, donuts, whatever. And uh, the benefits really aren't the same. I feel like it's still working to some degree, but just it's such a power combo to have good sleep the night before and get your meditation practice in. So let's talk about how long, how often it takes to start realizing some benefits from meditation. And according to the study, only 12 minutes of meditation a day after several weeks of time can give you benefit. I'll talk about a, an individual called Dr. Andrew Newberg, and he's done some really great research on meditation and religious practices. I'll post this link here in the description, but in the article, in the article it says, Newberg's scans have also shown the way in which religious practices like meditation can help shape a brain. Newberg describes one study in which he worked with older individuals who were experiencing memory problems. Newberg took scans of their brains, 
then taught them a mantra-based type of meditation and asked them to practice that meditation 12 minutes a day for eight weeks. At the end of eight weeks, they came back for another scan and Newberg found some dramatic differences within the quote. We found some very significant and profound changes in their brain just at rest, particularly in the areas of the brain that help us to focus our mind and to focus our attention, he says. According to Newberg, many of the participants related that they were thinking more clearly and were better able to remember things after eight weeks of meditation. Remarkably, the new scans and memory tests confirmed their claims. Guys, this isn't just for older individuals with memory problems because, in fact, if it can help them, it can especially help you who may not have those memory problems because what we're doing here is we're affecting the parts of our brains that control our memory and control our focus. And this is something that I've learned even when I wasn't meditating for very long. I mean, I typically try to run from 20 to 25 minutes, but those days where I feel like I don't have time to get ready, I might shorten that down to 15, still have the same benefit. To talk about the time of day for you practical people and when to meditate, there are advantages and disadvantages to all the different times of the day. I prefer the morning personally because, like I said, it's a really good way to set my pace for the day, and I know I have nothing else going on in my head before that. There are also benefits of going in the middle of the day, especially if you have a very stressful um, life. Um, you can really use it as a reset in your afternoon to say, you know, to stop and take 15 minutes and pause and de-stress so you can continue out the rest of your day. The end of your day might be nice too because you don't have work to worry about, but you may have all the stress, uh, the pent up anxiety built from it, and it might be a really good way to cool down and wind down before bedtime. But my personal go-to favorite is definitely the mornings because it just sets me up for a really good day and really enhances my focus. How to meditate. I'll give you a few of my favorite ways um, there really are a million different ways, and you can definitely do your own research, but I'll just stick to what I know works for me. I'll go in depth actually about what I do. So first thing in the morning, I will grab a cup of coffee because it's somewhat tough to stay awake when my eyes are closed and it's first thing in the morning. So the coffee definitely helps. I prefer butter coffee because it really slows down the absorption of caffeine, and I feel like the MZT or coconut oil really helps it absorb within my bloodstream. So I'll sit with my butter coffee and I'm Catholic. So I like to pray. Um, so first thing in the morning, I will pray a prayer of gratitude, just thanking God for everything that he's given me. I think a lot of the times we are so wound up in what we don't have and we forget all the things that we do have, such as shelter, food, home, and iPhone to listen to this podcast. And what I'll do after that is I will focus on other people and think about other people that may need my help and prayers. Another really good benefit, not to say that scientifically it's good to pray for other people. I think that's a little selfish, um, but I think it really is good to take the focus away from yourself just because it can be very unhealthy to constantly think about yourself. But when we concentrate on other people, it can build a really strong sense of connectedness. And uh, this is always a good thing. By the way, I have music going on during this entire experience because music just spices things up. I just, I, I'm not one that likes silence, so I'll put on a very calming, um, probably lyricless song in order to kind of get me engaged and awake, and with a coffee, it's just great. 
after those moments of gratitude and prayer and focus on others, what I will do is I will just sit in silence and just watch my breath for the next five to 10 minutes. And when you're watching your breath, you're really not supposed to be thinking about each breath and judging it and saying like, hey, this breath is longer than the last breath, but just observing it and just putting your focus on the fact that it's a breath. You're just watching it. You're watching the inhale and exhale. What you're going to have to do is block out all of those thoughts and probably block out's not a very good word. That's not really a good way to meditate because you're, you're really not supposed to be fighting these thoughts. You're supposed to be allowing them to come and pass almost like a, an ocean's wave and go back to concentrating on the breath. And this is really where your resilience and your focus is going to be tested and eventually grow because you're going to be able to focus on things more and develop a stronger sense of calm. That is my meditation routine in a nutshell, just calm coffee, butter coffee, thoughts and prayers of gratitude and focus on others. And then I will just sit and watch my breath. If you are new to meditation and you genuinely need the guidance, I recommend two apps that I've used in the past. The first is Headspace and the second is Calm App. These are two things that I've tried and recommend. Don't get paid by them just to see that they have worked. And um, several different exercises, including mindfulness, are on these apps if you want to learn them. For the millionth time here, also don't get paid by the author, but the Brain Fog Fix has some really good spiritual practices in there. This is actually where I was inspired to learn all these things in the first place, because Dr. Mike Dow in this book just gives you a lot of really practical things to do. And possibly we'll cover those in later episodes. Maybe we'll have him on this podcast one day. But I would also recommend that book if you're trying to improve this area of your life. So this wraps up the final part of our More Energy at Work series. Woo! Can we believe that? It has been so amazing here. Want to give you a call to action here. If you haven't listened to those episodes and you feel like these areas of your life you might need improving, definitely go back. Starts with episode 58, I believe, where we talk about the benefits of having more energy at work. And send me a request on LinkedIn. I would love to hear from you about your experience and how this is going so far. If you haven't started yet, send me a request as well, just letting me know what your thoughts are, what your concerns and questions are. And I would love to connect and answer you. I am Chris Villanueva, CPRW. And make sure to send me a little note in the connection request. I always recommend doing that whenever possible. I would love to hear from you fellow warriors and take care. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you on Thursday. And for more on your job search, make sure to check out letseatgrandma.com. That's where you can find our blog where we post the podcast show notes and so many more articles that will help you in your job search. You can also check out our resume services if you are interested in getting your resume professionally reworked. And please make sure to show us some love by jumping onto iTunes and leaving us a rating. The support from my fellow warriors will show the world how great this podcast is and help other people in their job search. Pay it forward. Thanks, guys, for being true warriors, and thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next week.